Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know, you, you meet somebody, you kind of think you know them, you know a little bit yeah. about them, and, and then it's kind of like, okay, I kind of know what this person's about. But you don't really know somebody. That's why it's a big deal when you're dating. Take somebody home for Easter, meet the parents. When you True. meet somebody's dad, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay. I kind of see how you came up with this now that I, I saw that. We had a real opportunity to meet today's uh, our guest on the show, meet his dad. And I'm like, it makes a lot more sense. It does, for how, sure. How this guy turned out. So freaking cool. Like he did. <laughs> <laughs> being able, to, being able to, to see the world through multiple lenses, be well-grounded, deep roots, bearing great fruit from the war room, Owen, Owen Shoyer. Yay! Wow, you guys have an in-studio audience now? I didn't yes. know that. Oh, yeah, they love you, we, too. We import them in just when, when you're on because they love it. That's amazing. You know, I will tell you a quick funny story about that. Most people don't know this. The one, The, the first video I had that probably got more than a million views or went viral rather was a video known as age Skrillex and Carl, the cuck, uh, get slayed. <laughs> you guys may have seen it from 2016, early in 2016. And there's parts of that video that my dad is actually in the frame. And then there were stories in the St. Louis post dispatch. I believe my dad was even on the front page the day after. Oh my and uh, we never really, we never really owned up to kind of tag team <laughs> dominating the press that day. Cause it was never really our intention, <laughs> but uh, that was kind of a funny little thing that happened that uh, nobody really knows. It, it was, it was an honor cool. to meet him. I met him at an event we were at recently and, that, and then other people were coming up cause we were, you know, backstage or speakers coming across and I'm talking to him and I, I'm like, Hey, you know, Hey, so you know, this, this is Owen Shoyer's dad. And he's like, Everybody's like, oh my gosh, you know, and this kind of stuff. And everybody had the same kind of questions, you know, for him. And and uh, he kind of became a little bit of a cult, a cult celebrity, you know, kind of making <laughs> making the making the rounds I, I'm there. I'm sure he, I'm sure he got a kick out of that. He probably loved that. Oh, it, we had it, such it, a it great was, time. It was a lot of fun. But we both kind of kind of commented on the same thing. Of you've done so many of those on the street, yeah. kind of videos and kind of came up, you know, bloody in your your nose in that round. But you've always stayed calm as a cucumber with people on. You've had people spit in your face and call you every name. And even your dad baffles at your ability to like stay calm in that. You know, he's like, I don't know where that part came from. Mm -hmm. I've not met your mom. Maybe that'll explain some more things. But but your ability to stay calm and disassociate who they're calling you from who you really are is pretty phenomenal. Well, that side probably came from my mother. But I think that it also is a little bit from experience too. I mean, I learned quick that giving them what they want or getting mad or of course even getting violent is not really going to do the trick. Mm -hmm. There's not really going to be any win in that situation for you. I mean, in, in particularly, or in particular, sadly, if you do try to defend yourself, the odds are that you're going to end up the one getting punished, not the person that right. uh, was assaulting yeah. you. And I've, I've, I've learned that the hard way as well. It's very tough to get an assault charge to actually stick to these crazies out here. I think I've got two out of maybe 20 when I've actually been able to get a, a police report filed. But, you know, it's sad. I think it's sad that that's what you have to do in order to get that kind of content. And I know mm -hmm. that others are doing it now. And I'm kind of glad it's a little bit of a stress relief to see that others are out there taking those slings and arrows yeah. and that I'm not the only one out there <laughs> doing it. And uh, I try to avoid it even at this point. But it's sad that that's the kind of treatment and that's the reception that you receive 
I mean, it was the worst at the the Trump protests, right? I mean, that's when you really saw the hatred and the vitriol. And I think it really speaks volumes. I mean, that's really the message. We can talk politics and even maybe have a debate in these videos. But to see how angry and and hate filled they are mm-hmm. on top of the ignorance, you know, that's that's really the the kind of the driving value I think of the content. Sadly, is just to say, hey, look, this is what the modern day left is representative of this is their mm-hmm. average voter. Is this what you want to be on the side of? Is this who you want to rub elbows with politically? Probably not. Man, that's so true. Something that David, he always has a good point when he talks about uh, the liberals and Democratic Party. He says it's the party of weak men. Angry women. And angry women. And I think the the the, the, the women are so angry because their men are so weak. <laughs> That's probably and, true. And, and it's it's a vicious well, circle. Well, Hillary Clinton's angry for a different reason. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Well, a, a, a man that flounders around like Bill did, that's a sign of weakness. That's another. It's it, it's still, she's angry yeah. for his behavior, but he hate, behaves that way because he's, he's weak. weak. And yeah. uh, lacks leadership Good over point. his own self, let alone over his own family. So or the just, country. Of the country, let alone. Yeah. So he's just a, a weak human being with, with mm-hmm. you know. Uh, well, you uh, know, it is, uh, it is it is Wednesday. They say Wednesday is hump day. It's Bill Clinton's favorite day of the week. <laughs> I think, <laughs> oh, I think it, it, if that's like Groundhog Day for that dude. Yeah, um, he's no like, kidding. I want to jump, in, in, jump into some <laughs> news here with you because there are some things going on that I think it's interesting to look at. Like, okay, this is what happened. What if the, the the names were changed, the the events were changed, the, the it was slightly different? And I want to jump into uh, the exchange we've had recently. The Brittany Griner story has been coming on mm-hmm. for a long time. You know, a WNBA player, famous one. She's been at the top of her game for a long time in that sport. Held in in Russia for drug charges. Um, I don't think there was ever any dispute that she didn't have uh, you know illegal contraband on her that is illegal in that in that space. And uh, I think you kind of realize when you get in some of these other regimes that, man, there's a lot of grace here in the United States and they can protest. I'm famous. I got mm-hmm. my own. It's not, you know, it's not my state. It's not a problem. Maybe it's illegal in your state. And all There's a lot more wiggle room. When you're in an authoritarian regime, there's a little bit less of that. And so maybe just bring people up to speed on on what led up to this exchange that we're kind of getting into recently. Give us your take on, let's just go back to her incarceration in Russia and, and, and how that's kind of played out. And also that she's not the only one. Well, I would say that if anything, her fame probably cost her in this situation. I mean, there have been other cases of people getting caught with something similar. It's a, it's a marijuana offshoot to marijuana type substance that she got caught with. I mean, it's essentially weed that she got caught with. Others have been in similar situations in Russia and in different countries. They've been held, obviously didn't get the publicity, but we've got to keep in mind that this is while we're unofficially at war with Russia. So, I mean, this is a high profile prisoner for Russia to get their hands on. And I think it was an obvious decision for them to make, hey, let's let's bring in this prisoner here. She broke the law. There's not going to be any mm-hmm. denial of that. And then we have some more leverage as far as maybe bringing one of our prisoners home. And ultimately, that's what came of it. Now, we were lied to by the media again. We were lied to by the White House again. They told us that Griner was the only option they were given in a one-for-one swap deal that Whelan, the former Marine, and I do believe he was probably a CIA spy, uh, spy. the Western media says that he was innocent and that, uh, you know, that he should have been released because he was innocent. I, I don't buy that. He probably was over there spying. I think that's probably a real situation, but shouldn't that maybe even raise mm-hmm. the reason why we should bring him home? I mean, he's serving his country again. Yep. 
in that capacity. But we found out, I believe it was from a State Department official, because the White House denied it. The mainstream media said that it wasn't the case, but a State Department official, I believe it was, came out and said, no, they did say it was a one-for-one swap, and it could have been Griner or Whelan. They chose Griner, and then the press secretary, Karine yep. Jean-Pierre, told the American people why they chose Griner is because she was a black gay woman. She said that. So yeah. it's really, I think, a sad situation to think about all the people. Now, who knows if Brittany Griner gets caught with that substance in, I believe she plays basketball professionally in Arizona. I, I don't know what the marijuana laws in Arizona mm -hmm. are, but let's say it's illegal. If she gets caught with that marijuana in Arizona, do you think she's going to jail? Probably not. No. no. So what about all the other Americans that are currently still in jail for the same thing that she just got taken out of jail for in Russia. And I don't expect her to serve any time here in the U.S. They'll probably mm -hmm. commute her sentence or, or, or some other uh, type scenario there. So the whole thing is messy. Uh, it's sad when you have political mm -hmm. prisoners, especially ones internationally. And I think that's really what's going on here. And, you know, now do we forget about Paul Whelan, who's still over there? Do we forget about that case? How do we get him back? Is the Biden administration interested at all? They say they are. But then again, he says that the border is not an issue and then invites, uh, you know, a handful of drag queen, sexy time mm -hmm. yeah. kids performers to the White House for a. Yeah. We're, we're going to be, be getting to that. But they've already forgot about Paul Pelosi. So I guarantee they're going to forget about Paul Whelan because yeah. um, the news cycle is so short. Mm -hmm. I, I do you think if she did not align with the LGBTQ mafia? in this country and the, the, the outrage that comes from that sector, that there would have been as much attention to it, that there would have been, it would have been a lead story. If, if, if Brittany Griner was married to a man, do you think that there would have been as much push and that she would be out right now that they would have made that exchange? Simply put, I would say, no, I would say, mm -hmm. no, I don't, I don't think so. I do not believe that would be the case. Now, in fairness, Trump did bring home a group of high school basketball players get, that got caught shoplifting in China. So, I mean, maybe there's a bit of a, an example there. I don't imagine that was too easy, but Trump seemed to get that done. Didn't have to do mm -hmm. a swap for that. But no, I, I would say the answer to your question is no. I think that it is the fact that she is a black lesbian married to a woman. I do think that that mm -hmm. probably played into the decision. I mean, Green Jean Pierre told us that. So we yeah. really don't even have to speculate. They nope. told us that was the reason. That, that helps so a lot. And, and, you know, when you have we have a man who wrote a book called Art of the Deal, I don't think he uh would have gotten the bad end of it, you know, when he no. did the deal with, with with China. Um when we talk about this guy here, Victor Bout, um, James Wood kind of captured it really good. He had a tweet the other day. He seems to consistently have clever, witty things to say um on Twitter. Um just so you understand the equation here, we are sending the Ukraine over $100 billion to fight Russia and then sending the most notorious convicted arms dealer to Russia to fight Ukraine. What do you think about that? But the, but the, the, the you know, exchange there's another, here. Yeah, there, there, there's another interesting point to this, too. Remember, the mainstream news was writing articles saying that Elon Musk could solve world hunger for $100 billion. It's funny you don't see those same articles to the hundreds of billions going to Ukraine for war. But when it was Elon Musk's money, it should have solved world hunger. But uh, that's digressing from your question here. <laughs> Great point. I, I think that it makes you question the official narrative of who Victor Boot is. I mean, the fact that I have 60 minutes calling him the most dangerous man in the world, mm -hmm. the fact mm -hmm. that I have the U.S. military industrial complex calling him 
the uh, you know merchant of death. Well, why would I trust them? Okay, so Victor Boot deals as many arms as who? Lockheed Martin, Raytheon. I mean, where where are we going to make the comparison here? So maybe he was the super bad guy that they were making out to, him out to be. In which case, the James Wood question of what's your logic here? Releasing mm-hmm. a top war criminal into the battlefield in the middle of the war. What's your logic here? If that's the truth, or maybe they just lied about him. Maybe maybe that was never the case. Maybe it wasn't a situation where he was this deadly arms dealer that they were telling us he was. Who knows what the true story is? It's been interesting to hear his commentary since getting back to Russia, hearing the things that he's had to say. But yeah, that would be the obvious question. If you take everything at face value, Mm -hmm. why did you just release the merchant of death arms dealer to get involved in the war in Ukraine that, quite frankly, you're already losing to Russia? Right. It's a great point. All right, let's move on to the Biden drag house. You mentioned that a moment ago. And at, at, at face value, this story to me at least seems like, if nothing else, a distraction because we're heading into Christmas. Everything is crappy. People are losing their jobs. We got this the the merchant of death sent back to Russia for mm-hmm. basically free. Um, you know, so maybe it's just a distraction from everything else. It's like, hey, don't pay attention. The house is burning because you got a clown juggling in the living room. Maybe you know that's the case. I want to play a clip from a special guest, VIP guest at the White House. A guy. If you let me ask you a question on a side note of this, Owen. If if you had somebody over to your house as a VIP guest, and I didn't know a lot about you, would you think it's fair that I can make some assumptions about what's important to you by who you have over to your home as a VIP guest? Is that fair? Does that represent you well, a little you know, bit? I think that uh, I think that yeah, I'm a little open minded there. I mean, people people sit down for detente with people that they hate, and, <laughs> and you know, we have to have we have to have peace talks with people we're at war with. So, I mean, perhaps perhaps I can't make a a, a full blanket statement there. But in regards to what you're saying, if you're doing it as a publicity stunt, then I would say, yeah, I think it's a fair assumption to make that this is where your values mm-hmm. align. If you're inviting these guests over for a publicity stunt, which I believe is the case for what you're referencing. All right. We'll let's head watch there. We, there's fast. been a precedent established with cabinet picks and so forth. But let me just play a quick uh, clip from a TED talk uh, from uh, just recently. I learned how the power of a 20 second video can change your life, how a 20 second clip can change your entire worldview. Take a look. Okay. <laughs> That's me. You can clap for that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, now you also can tell about people's history by their 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 tweets. This one's kind of gone viral. If you could do a little background check on somebody before you have them over, I can't imagine if uh, President Trump had somebody with anything in their history ever from seventh grade. You know, they would downgrade somebody in the draft for saying something in seventh grade on their their Twitter. But this 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 is a tweet from Marty Cummings, who we just saw there. Uh, the kids are out to sing and suck D. Um, I don't think there's any explanation else that needs beyond that. This is part of how he views children, their role around the world, and the sexualization of children. So anyway, this was a VIP guest in the White House. I just want your take on it before I say too much. Well, 
when this phenomenon first began, I guess it was maybe about five years ago, this whole concept of drag queen story time. And, and let's say it started innocent enough. I, I mean, I don't think it was ever innocent, but let's just to where we're at today. Let's say it started innocent enough. And it was a man dressed as a woman reading children's books at a library. Okay, fine. If that, I mean, if that's as far as it goes, maybe we don't have the outcry. But that was as it began was, okay, these are, these are just men dressing as women, reading to kids. Okay, but it quickly, it quickly became a lot worse than that. We saw the performances, like burlesque shows, strip shows. Mm -hmm. They were wearing demonic outfits and demon costumes. They had thongs on. They had like glitter banana hammocks. I mean, so it was like, it was more than story time. It quickly became sexy time. So it went from drag queen story time to drag queen sexy time for kids. But when it first started, and I and I first kind of went down this investigation path, I realized that there was a really dark, twisted nature to this. And there was an example here, a couple of really bad examples in Texas, but there was one here locally where an individual who had multiple criminal charges of lewd sex acts and prostitution acts and other such things. And when it when this was a when, when this was a male, and now this male with a criminal record with lewd sex acts is dressed as a woman going by the name of Ms. Kitty Litter, which I then found out from people that were formerly part of the drag community or, or part of that community, the adult consenting consenting community would reach out to me and they'd say, hey, here's what this means. Here's what Ms. Kitty Litter mm -hmm. means. I mean, I'm not going to be too descriptive here, but, you know, what what goes on in a, a box of kitty litter? It's, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get pretty imaginative. And then you find out that the other ones that they invite are like, uh, you know, Ms. Fish Paste and, and other stuff like this. And you realize that all of these names are clearly dark, twisted sexual innuendos. And they don't even change it for the children. They keep their same thing going. The libraries aren't even doing background checks into the people that they're inviting in to perform for the children. There was a convicted pedophile that got invited to a library in Houston Jeez. for the drag queen story time, which is really just drag queen sexy time. But yes, I mean, now they're at the White House. They're doing a big ceremony out of it. Mm -hmm. This guy's out here saying the children like to sing and suck D. That's the mm -hmm. quote. And mm -hmm. he gets invited to the White House. It's a uh, pretty shocking stuff. The Trump White House wouldn't even invite Bryson Gray to the White House because right. of his Christian stance against LGBTQ. But the Biden White House is so open minded. They'll invite someone that says he likes the kids to sing and suck his D. And that's perfectly acceptable. You know, Man, what, what's crazy is I don't know point. where the libraries got taken over because growing up as a kid, like, hey, the library, well, you know, yep. would have been like the most G place in mm -hmm. the whole world where now they will not allow Kirk Cameron to come into a library yep. and read a Bible story. That's right. Mm -hmm. But you yeah, can he have every... said he was going to, he should have said he was going to do like a stripper time, like a male stripper Bible. That would have been fine. And then they might've let him in there. That's so true. So true. I Man. love it. Oh, and every day you're, you're, you're taking the toughest stories, the most uncomfortable things, the most, uh, how do we, and you, you must spend a lot of time in private working mm -hmm. out the language for this stuff and like looking at it from everything. You're a little more open-minded. You've been Austin a little longer than we have. We're still in Missouri. Uh, so you're you're a little more graceful in how you how you handle it, but you do the tough work and and kind of help America process the world that's going crazy around them. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just trying to process it myself, and so I would imagine most people have that same curiosity, maybe even skepticism or cynicism that I have. So I, I imagine most people have that same desire to figure out what's going on in the world as well. So it's kind of just a learning process that I look at us all going through together.
Man, yeah, well, I know so your dad's true. super proud of you, and uh, we're big fans uh, out here as well, and we're very thankful that you're in the fight. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.